0: Reeds Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Before you say guilty, say Garza. Marcos Garza and his team are the premier DUI defense lawyers in East Tennessee. They also do personal injury. They also do criminal defense. If you find yourself needing legal representation, support the man who supports us. Do whatever you can to get the best result possible for your case. Hiring Marcos Garza and his team is doing just that. GarzaLaw.com 865 540 8300. Let's get to the episode.
1: I mean, this is the last stand. <laughs> 11 in a row, 11 in a row, 11 in a row! Enough. Eh, eh, 38 in a row! I then 38 on points point when we were whipping that ass!
0: Ranch gang, stand up! The holy war is upon us! Welcome
1: to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all!
0: Another edition of Reed's Ranch, coming at you May 1st. I mean, already, really, right when I start.
1: My bad. (laughs) Start over.
0: Seth Hughes joins us down in Alabama. What's up, Seth?
1: Not much, John. How you doing?
0: Doing good. Back hurts a little bit, uh, but it's all good. No big deal. Nick, a little crick in the neck. No big deal. I'm currently, I'm trying uh, my studio and what I think is going to be my studio. Uh, Still got my box, still got my cat bed, still got my grizzlies blanket. Except tonight, uh, I got the fan going and I got uh, my mic propped up on four or five books. I'm still in this empty room. I haven't put anything up on the wall, so I don't know if there's an echo. Um, I tried it without the cat bed and there was an echo, so I've gone back to the cat bed and the grizzlies blanket and the box uh, and I've added books that's where i'm currently at right now
1: you sound incredible good good you sound fantastic any any big thoughts jumping out to you right now uh derrick walker in the transfer portal seemed a little random to me not that i really care because he was terrible last year well why did you think it was random I just didn't, nobody, that wasn't talked about at all that I saw. Like, nobody was guessing that, were they?
0: I mean, we've been talking about on the Discord for a long time. I oh, mean, we okay. talked about five scholarships being open. Everyone kind of knew that there was going to be some transfers. I mean, some people thought it might be Zach Kent instead, but no, Derek Walker's definitely been tossed around. I think people were bracing for it.
1: Okay, okay, never mind then. Never mind then. Which,
0: now at this point, it seems as if we'd have our five scholarships open, uh, assuming Jordan Bone... Who got a combine invite? If he's you know is going to stick out this process and commit to playing professional basketball, we'll have him. Grant, of course, Admiral and Alexander, and now Derek Walker. So there will be our five scholarships.
1: I'm not. I mean, I, I wasn't really concerned about it. I just wasn't expecting it. Um, I don't really think it's a huge loss, uh, to say the least. After the 2018 season? Yeah, I would have felt like it was a big loss.
0: I would have felt like it was a big loss because I thought he had a lot of potential, but you know, 20, 2019 didn't feel like he really brought anything to the table that Tennessee can't replace.
1: Yes. He, he regressed considerably.
0: I don't think there's any arguing that. I mean, he had some good moments. Uh, the home game against Kentucky,
1: I thought he played pretty well. Yeah, he failed well that game. He gave us some good fouls. He got those fouls on PJ. Yeah, I mean, clearly when the highlight of the season was drawing fouls and fouling, he didn't bring much to the table. No offense to Derek. Yeah, if he's listening, we love Derek. Shout out to him. We appreciate you listening.
0: Yeah, you should become a patron, maybe, but go
1: ahead. (laughs) Um. Other than that, uh, Trey Smith is going to play football, apparently. Going to try. Yeah, well,
0: what the hell is this? Because we had Jesse Simonton come on the radio show today. Shout out to Jesse. And he said that he thinks he's going to try to play too. Like, it's a, it's a thing. Yahoo has Trey Smith in mock drafts, which is crazy to me because I, I, w- I wouldn't think very many teams would be considering him right now. Based on the blood clot issue. Now, if he goes and plays through a full year and is healthy and good, that would make sense. But it's wild to me that this is trending towards him trying to play again.
1: Yeah, we and like I think we talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It was briefly mentioned about spring practice. That was like the one thing I knew. Like, and you said, you know, there's no way he would do it unless he had been given the absolute all clear. It still seems crazy to me. It still seems crazy to me that he's actually going to try. But if he can play, it looks like he's going to be at guard. And that is obviously a massive, massive addition to the offensive line when he is at guard, especially.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could potentially have three players and 15 stars added to the offensive line.
1: Yes. He was, I mean... He was incredible as a true freshman at guard. He was incredible, and if you can get that again, and I doubt you will. I'm not saying you will. I'm not saying he's going to play. If you can, then that is a massive, massive help because you're putting a legitimate, bona fide five star besides another five star true freshman. That's going and he's going to be able to give him some help because I'm assuming that one of the two five-stars you signed is going to start at left tackle. They better one better. You signed two out of the three best offensive tackles in the nation, one better start at left tackle. Um, Tech Vol brings up a pretty good point. He says Pruitt needs to man up and say, no, let's not be scraping him off the field when we're getting waxed. will be a very bad look, and I am inclined to agree.
0: I assume that's about Trey Smith? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I would be uncomfortable watching him play, but at the same time, I would be uncomfortable telling him no. Just because, I mean, the guy's a millionaire waiting to happen. Yeah. He is a but obviously the worst thing that could possibly happen is a guy dies on the field. you know what I mean like that's that's the worst look for obviously him. he'd be dead. It's uh, the worst <laughs> look for Tennessee because they would have killed him. The SEC wouldn't be happy, college football wouldn't be happy. you know just it, it's a it's a real uh, bad situation if a player dies, especially if if you know about a condition
1: beforehand. It'd be a bad scene, bad scene. Like
0: Chris Bosh, who was a you know very powerful millionaire, he had blood clot issues. He told the Miami Heat, hey, I will sign a hold harmless agreement. I won't sue you. My family won't sue you if I drop dead. I just want to play basketball. And the Miami Heat were like, no, man. We can't risk having a stadium full of customers watching a beloved player collapse and die on the court. No, can't happen. And Chris Bosh had to retire and hasn't been cleared since. I would imagine and I would hope the rules are a lot different for college kids. You know what I mean? So as much as I think he would fix the offensive line, I don't think I really want to deal with the risk. Although, like I said, I'm torn because he is a guy who would be a millionaire if his body wouldn't betray him. If he could just make it through the season healthy, he would be at worst a a third round pick. And that's just with him. That's just with him not being great. If he's great again, obviously he's a first-round pick.
1: Yeah, like who? What was the number one guard taken? How high was the number one guard taken?
0: I mean, I, I know it was top twenty. Uh, I don't know exactly how high it was, but it was top twenty.
1: He was the way he looked at a fresh as a freshman. He was going to be the top offensive guard taken in the NFL draft when he came out. I mean, he was a monster. He was a monster. The Georgia Tech game, his very, very, very first game. He looked like an NFL lineman compared to everyone else on the field. Um, It also doesn't seem like a situation that Jeremy Pruitt would exactly handle with grace. Like, if something were to happen to Trey Smith on the field, I don't think Jeremy Pruitt is gonna handle the questions he's gonna be asked by the media.
0: I don't think. well, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, he wouldn't be answering questions from the media as a Tennessee football coach, right? Like, I mean, e- everyone gets fired if that happens, right? Philip Fulmer gets fired. The trainers get fired. Jeremy Pruitt all gets fired if you have a kid die and collapse on the field, right? Yeah. I mean, it happened at Maryland. It's happened at other places, right? Where I mean, it just I mean, I guess Oregon. Willie Taggart was up there running boys to the hospital to the point where their kidneys were collapsing and he didn't get fired. He got a big promotion.
1: So maybe not. I don't know. I mean, like if the doctors clear him, if he goes to multiple, I mean, like he was going to like a doctor in Boston. He's been going to a doctor in Boston. That's who UT has been sending him to. They've been making sure he gets the very best care. Not because he's so good, but because he's a student athlete and they, you know, I mean, that's what you do. But like if the doctor in Boston says he can play, how do you tell him he can't play?
0: I don't think you can. I don't think point. you
1: can either. I agree that I don't really want him to play for his sake.
0: But at the same time, what I said was like, I wouldn't want to take that dream from him either. Exactly. Like if he gets cleared and he's ready to go, I would feel awful if he wasn't allowed to play and wasn't able to make money. I told a story on the radio today. I'll, I'll share it and apologies to the to the to whoever listens to both. But, you know, I used to have class with Tony Richardson and we had group projects together. Me and him were boys when it came. You know, it's a you know class, whatever. We sat next to each other. We talked a lot, and he used to always carry a folder around with all of the first-round picks and the salaries and contracts they had signed from the year before as he was counting down the days until he was going to be a first-round pick. Remember, I mean, he was a top-20 top guy. And obviously, you know what's happened with his career where his knees gave out on him. He didn't get drafted. He maybe got stashed away on the Vikings for one year. I don't know. But obviously things went drastically, drastically different for him. Like he was someone who prepped for years thinking, hey, I am a walking lottery ticket. My family has a walking lottery ticket. We will get them rich. I will take care of them. And the next thing you knew, his body gave out on it. And man, even though he unfollowed me on Twitter after I talked shit during the 2013 Florida game, Even though he unfollowed me on Twitter, I still felt really, really, really just crushed for him, seeing how his NFL career turned out. Yeah, it's really sad. I would not want to see Trey Smith go through a similar thing, because his body turns him from a first-round pick into, well, I gotta go go pro in something else.
1: It's really sad. All the way around.
0: Tiny unfollowed me because I tweeted that there's, there's no way... That this offensive line is the best in the country and that they should quit calling themselves that. Whenever I remember,
1: I remember, whenever we were
0: down in the swamp in 2013 and they just kept getting uh, poor Nathan Peterman killed.
1: Oh, I remember, buddy. I remember.
0: (laughs) He liked it on Sunday and unfollowed me.
1: You hate to see it.
0: I mean, it was fine. It was the truth. That offensive line was not good.
1: No, they were very soft, and I don't care how much Jawan James got paid this offseason. Like, I mean, Like, we had James Stone snapping it into the ground (laughs) over and over again. I mean, Zach Fulton was good. Juwan James was good. They weren't as good as they were made out to be.
0: Does the idea of having Trey Smith back at guard and these two five-star tackles, though, get you at least a little bit excited for football?
1: Well, I was thinking just a second ago that, like, if – I don't want to sit here and pretend that I think you're going to get 2017 Trey Smith because I don't. But if you do, he is like, it could legitimately be the difference between a win and a loss because he makes the run game so much better. I mean, he totally transforms the run game, you know, I, Wanya Morris had an entire spring to get ready. He didn't disappoint. It seems like Wanya Morris is at least going to be pretty good. I don't know if he's going to start left tackle or it's going to be Darnell right. I don't know. I mean, but at least one of the five stars seems because you know that one of the five stars has is like legit because he was there for the spring And if Trey Smith is good, then, well, like, you might be able to run the ball on a team that you weren't able to. And, like, that could easily mean you win a game that you wouldn't have because you can get Ty Chandler loose because Ty Chandler is going to be the fastest player on the field against every team we play, more or less. I mean, we saw Ty Chandler run away from Georgia. So, I'm not excited about it, the season, I mean. But, like, Trey Smith, if he can be healthy, which seems like a long shot, then it can really change things, I think.
0: This is how you go from don't care to uh, to nine and three, Seth. This is the process. When you start thinking, well, Trey Smith could be healthy. And
1: but he's not going to be. like. He's Wanya never-
0: Morris could be a five-star. He's been there. He's got extra reps. And Darnell Wright, I mean, he was good. And, hey, man, don't forget, at center, Brandon Kennedy's healthy. He'll be ready to go.
1: <laughs> Chocolate Crowder, as Will Warren called him last year <laughs> No, no, I I think that I feel better about Wanya Morris.
0: What a brutal first game for Brandon Kennedy.
1: Man, awful, man. They changed that rule for him. They changed that rule so he could play. And he just gets his ACL ripped.
0: Not only that, but the very first play, he snaps it, and West Virginia's four yards in the backfield before Garantano even turns around.
1: I know, and Will Warren texts me and says, Chocolate Crowder, and I die laughing. Chocolate Crowder.
0: Has there ever been a worse start to a game Oof. like th- that you can think of where you just knew we are not winning this game after that very first play when your that offensive was, line just gets caved in?
1: It was like, you, like, I didn't have, like I didn't expect much out of Brandon Kenny. It's not like I expected him to be like Scott Wells or somebody at center. But like, I was like, okay, well, he was in alabama's program for a little while like i'm thinking this guy can be decent and he comes out there the first play and gets ass hammered and i'm just like holy shit man here we go here we go the very first play the very first play from scrimmage it's so hot Like, I'm sweating like crazy. I nearly had a nervous breakdown walking through that tunnel where everybody just dropped their scooters down. I don't know if you had to walk through that to get into the stadium. I
0: didn't go to the game. I didn't go to the game.
1: Oh, it it was very claustrophobic.
0: Uh, That would have made me miserable.
1: It was very claustrophobic under that tunnel, and you had, like, these people, like the street band, banging these drums, and it's echoing, and everybody dropped their scooters. And, it, like, all I can think about when I'm at a time, when I'm somewhere like that, is like, wow, if some terrorist had a bomb, he would just decimate hundreds of people. Like, it was outside of Bristol for the Virginia Tech game. It was very miserable walking in.
0: It was very miserable walking in. Did you just casually drop a terrorist bomb attack at a sporting event?
1: Yeah, like, I mean, that's something people think about. Like, I've talked about it with other people. Like, you know, I mean, everybody has, like, their paranoid things. So... That happens. We finally get in, and the first play from scrimmage, your transfer from the University of Alabama that you literally got the SEC to change a rule for gets blown away by West Virginia's defensive line of, like, 250-pound players. That's right. Like, their defensive line was very small, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just gets blown away.
0: He gets completely whipped and dominated. At that point, you knew not only was West Virginia about to kick your ass, but the season was going to be a disaster. Go Vols. But, I mean, now if Trey Smith is healthy and back at his natural position.
1: I feel better. Of all the things we've talked about, the one thing I feel pretty good about is Wanya Morris. So, naturally, he will shred his Achilles tendon in like 10 days but we don't know anything about Darnell Wright I mean
0: I'm still kind of blown away that you went straight to terrorist attack
1: yeah I mean that's just kind of like what I think about in those situations it's crossed my mind yeah see I'm not crazy I mean, I am, but, like, not for that. How about, I want to talk about this, how about this, Eric Crosby, who, some guy named Eric Crosby, who played football, played football for the University of Tennessee, he is the fourth Tennessee offensive lineman to medically retire this offseason, the fourth not we just haven't had just four players medically retire we've had four offensive linemen medically retire. do we even have 10 offensive linemen you
0: know what the funniest part is or maybe not even funny the the the, the saddest part is whenever i saw that guy tweet he didn't have a name on his twitter i sort of kind of clicked on the avi and i was like ah it must be chance hall <laughs>
1: Does Chance Hall still play for UT?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's still on the team, I think. I mean, he's been one of those guys who is not going to – he might have medically retired too, actually.
1: I think he did. He did.
0: So, I mean, that that's kind of where we're at in terms of offensive line. But, hey, Trey Smith back in his normal position. Two five-stars on the, on the tackle positions. Don't forget Brandon Kennedy. He's Who's healthy. our right guard? Who's our right guard? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You've got you got 19 stars between (laughs) between four positions. Yeah, what could go wrong? And I mean, we were also I don't know if he's going to play right guard. I I don't know. I've been really checked out on football until today. But I mean, we did have that four star from Nashville, right? That was a uh, right guard. Who? In this recruiting class. I mean, wasn't there a big four star from Nashville? Lampley? Lampley, wasn't
1: Jackson Lampley a big four-star guard? The only player I know from Nashville, the only player I care about, is the Junkyard Dog. Huge fan of him. That's the only recruit from Nashville that matters. It's the only recruit from Nashville that that has mattered since John Henderson. The picture of him, the video of him dunking, the video of him dunking is an absolute all-timer and then when i saw that on the nfl draft when you tweeted that picture of him in his football uniform i was in tears laughing that picture just makes me up. I cannot
0: wait until he makes his first tackle.
1: Oh, my God. Like, I can't even help it. I can't control myself.
0: Really? The first time I see him in a Tennessee uniform. I can't wait.
1: Look at that picture again now.
0: But, hey, I mean, J.J. Watt said draft the guy. He's ready.
1: You tweeted a picture of him to J.J. Watt. I didn't see the picture that you, I didn't see you tweet him. I didn't see you tweet J.J. Watt. He, he this, had to know.
0: He had to know.
1: He has this chain around his neck. And a baseball bat. Oh, no. <laughs> like these gloves. What at the gloves of these. Just your tweet was all time and all caps love seeing the junkyard dog on stage. Oh, 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 oh. What is his name? Eli Simmons, Elijah uh, Simmons.
0: Yes, but he is the he is the JYD. <laughs> he's Elijah Simmons, but he is JYD. Oh man,
1: just imagine him running through the tee for the first time.
0: Oh, I got chills when he makes his. When I see him in his big orange. I mean, do we know what number he's going to wear? Surely he's not going to wear seventy two again. I mean, come on,
1: have Elijah,
0: no you got you to you get in the nineties.
1: I have no idea. I just Put, him 98. See... Put
0: him in '98. Put him in '98. Let's go for it.
1: I just want to see him dunk a basketball again.
0: Nah, well, we don't need to talk about him trying to pass it off as a dunk. <laughs> that makes me like him even more, though.
1: Oh no, it's classic. It's classic. I mean, we're huge fans of Jyd. This podcast supports the Junkyard Dog. Oh, 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 oh unequivocally and without reservation, we support the junkyard dog. I look forward to him plugging, being the anchor of our defensive line for the next four years.
0: I just want to interview the photographer of his picture. <laughs> I want to see the process of what went into him lining up, uh, who helped him find the chain, where he get the baseball bat from, who helped him find the Michael Jackson gloves uh what went through that process
1: the michael jackson gloves
0: <laughs> i can't really picture what the gloves look like but they're I like gold
1: like- on the outside like they're very weird looking they're de- they don't look like football gloves at all and they don't really like batting gloves either
0: oh yeah i'm looking at them now what the hell are those
1: i mean i don't know if they're like i don't know the gold really throws me off
0: they are bedazzled I'm i'm sticking with michael jackson gloves
1: yeah i mean that's like a pretty good description
0: When he makes his first tackle or even draws his first double team
1: i can just picture you now in neyland stadium when he makes a tackle just starting to bark
0: well that's where you fucked up because i'm not going to be in neyland stadium anytime soon
1: <laughs> you just wait buddy we get a chance at an eight win season I bet you will be in Neyland Stadium. How could nope. you turn that down? How nope. could you? How could nope. you turn down a November game against Kentucky for an eighth win?
0: Uh, because we play in Lexington this year.
1: I'm not. You said anytime soon. I'm not talking just about this year. We might win. We might not. We might win eight wins. We might get eight wins in like two years.
0: Eighteen months is not anytime soon, Seth.
1: Well, I mean, it is. When you look over the, the course of human history, eighteen months is like tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you in Nealon Stadium.
0: I will be at Mississippi State if we're undefeated. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like JP's dad telling him he'll be back if the Angels win the pennant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I don't even know when we play.
0: Did you get the reference? Yes. What was it?
1: Angels in the outfield.
0: Okay, wow. I would have bet that you didn't get the reference because you didn't give it enough goddamn respect. That was a good reference.
1: I mean, it was good, John. You could have dropped something about Danny Glover. I'm focused on the Mississippi State Bulldogs right now.
0: We're going to do our patron tailgate for BYU. Are you going to be up for BYU?
1: Yes, of course. Are you yes. renewing your season tickets? We already have. And yes, I'm typing. I'm looking up our schedule.
0: How dumb did you feel when you sent them that check?
1: Um, I mean, no more dumb than I felt the last couple of years, I guess. I mean... No more dumb than I felt driving back on Sunday from the SEC championship game against Auburn. No more dumb than I felt driving back from Lexington after we got just ass hammered by Kentucky and Rupp. Like I really thought Tennessee had a chance to win in Rupp Arena.
0: Does that take the cake on your dumbness?
1: That's pretty bad. So to be undefeated against Mississippi State, we would have to, we would be 5-0. and Beating Florida and Georgia, two preseason top 10 teams. I'm going to guess I will not be seeing you in Nealon Stadium in 2019.
0: Well, Roger probably didn't think he was going to see his dad, but he showed back up. Actually, he didn't show back up, but the Angels did win the pennant.
1: They did win the pennant.
0: He showed back up at the end of the movie, right?
1: I can't remember.
0: I feel like he showed back up and told, uh, told his son, no, I'm not actually taking you. And then Danny Glover was like, hey, I got you. I'll take you. I'll adopt you. That's what I, happened, right?
1: I can't remember.
0: I think he showed back up and then was just still like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to get back on my motorcycle and drive away. You can stay with this old ass foster mom.
1: John, what are your thoughts on Uncle Buck? Do you like that movie? No. you like no, film? No. Are you serious? I'm not a John Candy fan. You don't like Uncle Buck when he makes the pancakes with a snow shovel. You didn't like that. When he has the hatchet in the back of his trunk.
0: No, I watched it once. Didn't do it for me.
1: Man, that's one of my favorite films ever. Sad scene. I think about that movie and I just start laughing when he's making those damn pancakes with the snow shovel.
0: I'm not picturing what you're talking about.
1: Well, I'm not picturing queer ass angels in the outfield. The end of that movie.
0: Come on, it's 2019. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, patron tailgate will be uh, the BYU game. We'll get together like we did the Florida game. Hopefully, uh, we don't get our ass beat in that game, much like we did at uh, the Florida game.
1: And we had fun before the Florida game, though.
0: We did have fun. It was like a last meal for a prisoner on death row. It was really fun eating that food.
1: Yeah. Remember when Jerry Grantano. Fucking electrocuted. Remember when Jerry Grantano threw that interception in the backfield right to Florida's defensive lineman? That was maybe the worst screen pass in the history of screen passes. That was pretty bad. I'm trying to think of how early I left that game. And I can't remember. But it was early.
0: I remember I left early enough to get home, take a shower, and have Ben Lee pick me up to take me to the studio for the post-game show. So that was pretty early for me. I had time to go home and take a shower.
1: Yeah, it, was, it was pretty early. I think halftime. I'm trying to think of what else happened in that game. Oh, remember we did the absolute, as bad as the screen pass was, we did the best onside kick of all time. And did Did, did we get the ball? Of course not. We had four guys around the ball, and there was one Florida guy around the ball, and the Florida guy jumped and got the ball.
0: Remember when Jeremy Pruitt caught a beautiful play action pass to a uh, a tight end?
1: Oh my God, Austin! And he Puck. ran
0: and he ran fifty something yards, and then fumbled at the one yard line out of the back re- of the end zone.
1: I remember vividly. I remember just putting my head in my hands. That was like the last time he played all season.
0: That should have been his punishment. They should they should have made him play. He should have had to play all of the Missouri and all of the all of the Vanderbilt game. <laughs> hey, buddy, remember when you fucked up the Florida game? Get your ass in there. You're now on defense.
1: I don't remember anything about the Vandy game. I fell asleep in the second half because I had a migraine. We got hammered, though. I do know that. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun times last fall fun times at least we have that Auburn game they can never take that from us they can never take the Auburn game from us and they can never take the pre-Florida tailgate
0: alright let's get to some patron questions if you want to become a patron go to patreon.com slash reeds ranch uh, Seth we have no new patrons this week none no new patrons but my man Tech Vol, he upped his pledge
1: from $5 to $10 shout out to Tech Vol. he knows that I love him I'm a huge fan Thank you for supporting my family.
0: Dexter Freeman uh, Up his from $2 to $5. Thank you, Dexter. Love you. Shout out to Dexter. I, I gave. I, I, we had a patron reach out with some free Jimmy Buffett tickets, and Dexter got two of them. I Hopefully he uh, was able to go to the concert and use them. But, hey, free Jimmy Buffett. We gave some tickets away. Uh, we're planning a Smokies trip. At,
1: we lo- uh, we love our parrot heads. We love our parrot heads.
0: May 23rd, I think, is when it is. Whatever that Thursday is right there on that weekend. We're all going to go to Smokey's game. I've acquired like 26 tickets, I believe, 28 tickets.
1: Yeah, it not it Marwin going? Didn't he Didn't he uh, set this all up?
0: Yeah, and then he backed out.
1: Oof. Hmm.
0: But we will go. We will press forward, and uh, we will have fun at the Smokey's game. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go, go to patreon.com. There's a thread up, just comment saying whether or not you want tickets. I think we still have like 12 left, something like that. I haven't given an official count, but yeah. Sign up if you want to uh, do that. That's patreon.com slash ranch. All right, Seth, hit me with some questions. Okay. You're now the host of the question section.
1: Um, What is the most awkward encounter you've had with either a member of the ranch gang or a fan of talk sports?
0: Hmm. Okay. Now uh, you got, you're supposed to say who asked the question. That's part of being a host. That is from O.G. Georgia Ball. Thank you, O.G. Georgia Ball. The probably the most awkward encounter I've had was the one that jumps out to me, at least. I mean, if I thought longer, I might be able to come up with a better answer. But there was a basketball game where we did like a patron event. We did a podcast event. It was just a small get together, I believe, before the North Carolina game. And I had a guy come up who said he loved me. I said, thanks. We talked. I believe we took a shot together. We had a drink together. I feel like I was very nice to him. And then I left. And ever since then, he has badmouthed me on the Internet and said he's going to kill me because he thinks I disrespected him. OK. And I was just like, I don't understand. He, he said I had hatted him. He said that I didn't show him enough attention and talk to him enough. And I genuinely thought I did. I thought I was nice to him. But now he hates me. So just that whole episode has been really really awkward because like I said I hung around we talked for a good 10 minutes took a drink with him maybe I turned down a beer is what it was he asked if I wanted a beer I said no maybe that offended him I don't know uh, but ever since then I've made an enemy out of uh, someone who was once a fan and it's makes me feel awkward because I didn't mean any to be you know to be a dick or anything I thought I went out of my way to be nice I think anyone would attest that that that's talked to me in public that I genuinely Try to be nice to people. You know, I, I don't know if I'll sit and talk to you forever, but I will talk to you for at least a minute or two. Yeah. Now, you know, sometimes it gets a little awkward for both of us, so I'll just keep it moving, but I don't think I've ever really been a dickhead to anybody who has been nice in public. I try to make a good point to not be. Yes, this guy came out hating me. Hating me bad.
1: Mm-hmm. I, the, the idea that you could hi hat anybody like, you're a man of the people. You're the son of an American farmer. That's true. I I talked to him. He was an older gentleman. B. Smith, Inc. brings up a good point. If he was a real fan, he would have known that you don't like beer.
0: I think that's what I might have said. I've had people offer me beer, and I've always kind of like, ah, hey, you must not like me that much. I don't drink beer. Maybe that was it. Maybe Maybe he felt slighted.
1: I can see that. Yeah, I can see that.
0: I mean, I had a—I don't know what to do in that situation. We were at the—we were at the uh, SEC tournament, and a really nice guy was there with his daughter, and he came up and handed me two beers and said, "A huge fan, thank you." And you know, thank you for you know whatever. People always say thank you for shit, and I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever, no big deal. Like, I don't—I feel weird when people thank me for stuff. But he's like, "I'm a huge fan," which makes me feel awkward, anyways. You know how it is. People tell you they're a huge fan of you all the time, and you just hide in a corner.
1: Yeah, I mean you. I was going to say, like, the most awkward experience I ever had was at the the Florida tailgate when that guy came up and asked me for my autograph and shook my hand. And you put it up. You you put him up to that. I know. But at the time, I was just like, you. I just wanted to go. I just wanted to leave. But he,
0: um, he handed me two beers and I just told him, hey, man, thanks. I appreciate it. I don't drink beer. You can have them. I was like, you just keep them. He's like, no, I bought them for you. I don't want them. So I took them and then I, you know, I gave them to my girlfriend and my friend Terrell. Everyone knows Terrell. Shout out to Terrell. He was there. I gave them to them, and I was like, "Thanks." And then, you know, Kendall said I was a dick for telling him I didn't drink beer. And I was like, I was just trying to be honest and let him keep his beer. You know what I mean? I, I thought I was doing the right thing there, but that made me feel awkward just because then he was lingering around. I'm not lingering around. He was sitting at the bar, you know, just back to where you know he was sitting. And we were having, me and Kendra were having this conversation about me being a dickhead. So then I just felt really awkward. So that was also an awkward encounter. But he was a nice guy. Him and his daughter are both very nice.
1: Tennisota said I looked like I wanted to crawl underneath the table when that happened. Yeah, I also remember I finally had to ask Tennisota what his first name was because I had hung out with him multiple times at this point and did not know him by anything other than his Twitter handle. So that's is is that awkward that people are no, no, uh, no, 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 no. twitter handle guys now no I, I don't think i don't i don't think that's awkward I don't, it wasn't awkward when that happened it was just funny i was just like dude i'm sorry i should know this i need to know your first name we've hung out multiple times i need to know your first name and so he told me and then we probably hugged or something i don't know
0: i'm trying to think um if I call him by his first name or if I just call him Soda.
1: Yeah, he know. says we hugged. We embraced. I mean, me it wasn't awkward shared, all.
0: Me and him shared a lunch together not too long ago. We went to the shrimp dock and ate some shrimp.
1: He's a fine remember. young man. He's a fine He's, young man.
0: I can't remember if I said, hey, name. I don't, you know, I don't know if he wants me to give his name on the podcast. Or if I said Soda. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I usually just, I mean... It's weird. It's kind of weird that we have such an internet internet community. Yeah, I feel like everyone just kind of goes by their internet names, which is kind of weird, but it's okay. It's weird in a good way because it's just how we know each other and talk all the time.
1: The Discord has been the best thing the podcast has ever done besides actually having the podcast.
0: The Discord has been a lot of fun.
1: The Discord has been next level.
0: For someone who needs, you know, to have some content in front of him whenever he gets bored to be stimulated, uh, it's really helped me. always have a place to go just for good content. It's so much better than Twitter. It's so much better.
1: Yeah, it's, it's light years better than Twitter.
0: Discord's been a huge winner so far of the offseason. Are you going to get to the next question?
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot I forgot I was hosting the questions now. Sorry. I have to go back up. Scroll back up cuz I was looking at what Tennessee was saying. Um John, what is your favorite Asian land mammal?
0: Uh the gorilla.
1: Okay. Or that the was lion. From, that I don't was know from user Chad.
0: Chad Chad. Either the gorilla or the lion. What's yours?
1: Um, the koala oh that's that?
0: a good an- that's a good answer.
1: who doesn't love koalas you're you like koalas better than pandas? I don't know it's tough. I like them both. It's tough every it time I question? see a
0: video of a panda I get so happy.
1: I know I know I know it's like damn.
0: even the ones even the ones where where people get too close to the cage and they reach in and grab them. There's some scary panda videos on the internet, and I still love those too. I'm like, "Yep, bitch, you shouldn't have been sitting so close to the cage."
1: Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, you learned you learned a hard lesson, but it needed to be learned.
0: You came into his habitat, buddy. You messed with the bull, figuratively speaking, and you got the horn. Big fan of the panda.
1: User Davy Crockett. Asking this question via user Zach. Would you rather your daughter be doing porn in the whole town? No. Or your son kill a policeman in the whole town? No. Give me that one more time. Would you rather your daughter be doing porn in the entire town? No. Or your son kill a policeman in the entire town? No.
0: When you say kill a policeman, it doesn't say I'm
1: I'm assuming that
0: accidentally or you're just like, no, he's a cop killer.
1: Yeah, I think it's that.
0: I assume your son's in prison for being a cop killer.
1: I would think so. Yes.
0: Now I'll go with the daughter doing porn. It's 2019, man. I'm not going to hold these women down. If they want to do porn, let them do porn. I'm assuming that this porn actress of mine is coming still from a good background. Now, if you told me that she ran, you know, ran away from home at an early age and was just doing porn to get by, then I would feel like I really felt as a father. But if she was like, hey, dad, I like having sex and it pays my bills and it's clean, it's professional. I'd say, little baby, you go out there and you have sex. You get this money. Just be careful. 2019 by the time i had a daughter ready to do porn it'd be 2040 basically maybe when she turned 18 i guess technically it'd be 2038 or so but i wouldn't hold her down if she wants to do it go for it baby i'm not here to judge a woman's body it's her body seth yeah it's an, it's an honest
1: living user Zach wants to know wait you don't John? you don't have an answer it wasn't... No, I'm letting you Oh, is this just, just to me? Okay. okay. User Zach wants to know for if you, If she John, wants to
0: fuck Seth, let her fuck. Let her okay. get some money we- for it. We're doing it for free.
1: Moving on, moving on. User Zach wants to know, John, what raises your blood pressure more than anything else? This ought to be good.
0: What raises my blood pressure?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this is a good question. Oh, yeah, this is a good question here. Um... When I'm outside doing something when it's hot and I'm having to do something and, I, and I'm messing up doing it, mm-hmm. well, no matter what it is, you know, something with the lawnmower and I can't unscrew the tire, uh, something on the farm and I'm messing up, just really doing physical labor outside and, and messing up and it getting really hot and I get really agitated. And I start sweating and I just need to get up and walk around and shake off the nerves. That gets my blood pressure pretty high just when I'm hot and having to do an activity and I'm messing up getting down doing something that you have to be really focused on while it's hot that kills me that makes me the most angry that's the that's the only surefire way to get my blood pressure up other than arguing like there's ever you know arguing gets my blood pressure up that bothers me sometimes but I can control that and I usually just laugh about it yeah, being hot. Being hot just raises my blood pressure.
1: Uh, user Zach also wants to know, for me, what is the greatest battle of all time? And I will say the one I've enjoyed reading about the most is the Battle of Verdun in France from World War One.
0: Do you care to uh, extrapolate on that a little bit?
1: Um, there's a good book called The Price of Glory by Sir Alistair, Sir Alistair Horn it is one of the best war books I've ever read. Um it details the entire battle, including one artillery strike from Germany that killed ninety-seven French horses in one strike. Um, that's the ones that killed. It maimed many, many more. Which that 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 line out of that book always stuck out to me because they talked about how bad the horse flesh smelt. On the battlefield, I do believe that stuff still to this day has not started growing again in the fields where the battle took place, um, because of all of the gas and all the warfare that took place. I mean, it was—it's an incredible book, *The Price of Glory* by Sir Alistair Horn, who was a great—who was a great war uh, writer in general boring okay the real bryce
0: asked how we met have we not talked about how we met we just met on the internet
1: yeah we have
0: yeah we have we just met on the internet first time we ever met in person was before the 2013 auburn tennessee game where we went to watch a game together and we got really excited when jock smith or jock s (laughs) smith whatever the hell his name is had that interception yeah. And we thought we were going to win. And then Nick Marshall and the kick returner just fucked us up all day. Yeah. So that was fun.
1: Um, I have another also, good question. I was very,
0: very late getting there, which I, you know, I felt really bad about. But I could not figure out where to park. And I remember you had to wait on me as I was trying to get there.
1: We made the best out of it.
0: I do like the second part of the question. What's the maddest you've ever been at me?
1: Uh Oh, I don't know. I can't remember ever being like angry at you. Was it
0: when I called you simple and then you tweeted back that you have a master's in computer engineering and you're as simple Uh, as it comes?
1: Maybe. I don't remember that.
0: Oh, you remember it.
1: No, I don't. I I really don't, John. You
0: You don't remember dropping that on me? you, You pulled your credentials?
1: No, but they're trying to tear us apart, and I'm not going to stand for that. And I'm, said, asking the qu- I'm asking I have the questions. A major, I
0: have a degree I'm in computer engineering questions. or something
1: like that. I'm, I'm as simple the as questions. it comes. I'm, I'm asking the questions.
0: Mass I've ever been at you is uh, whenever you talk shit about the Titans.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's I can, always my answer. I anthem. remember vividly, it, is, it, was, um, it was, he played at Florida State. He plays for the Jags, Ramsey. Yeah, it was, it was his rookie year, like the day after Thanksgiving or the Thanksgiving weekend. 2016,
0: whenever they knocked us out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and he had that pick six. Hmm. Yeah, you you unfollowed me. Lucky at him. block your ass. User Tech Vol wants to know what are your I also first got, 24. I also,
0: hours? I also got really mad whenever you um, would constantly try to tell me Butch Jones is a better head coach than Lane Kiffin. That used to make me really mad. When when you bring up Charlie Strong as if Butch Jones is better than Charlie Strong that used to
1: make me mad. Can we just agree they both suck? They both suck. Outside of that it's been all love. Agree. User TechVault wants to know what are your first 24 hours as president like? What what, um, just I don't never (laughs) thought about that.
0: Like I mean I feel like you're just going to be doing meetings and shit. Yeah inauguration, uh, photo ops, using the bathroom. That'd be cool to use the bathroom in the white house. A couple times. Yeah. I'd take a shower for sure. I'd make sure I took a shower, a long shower, Checked out the water pressure, how much water, how much, how much hot water I would have. Yeah. Make the chef cook for me. Yeah. I probably wouldn't leave the white house. Honestly. Yeah. Why would you, I would just hang out in the Rose garden. I think like if I was a president, I would never leave the house. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hey, Vice President, you got you got an appearance you gotta make. I'm not leaving. Agreed. Sports Center's on. <laughs> da da na,
1: da da na. Um, make it, make one more good one. I'm hungry. User Marwan who set up, user Marwan who set up the Smokies tickets. Only to bail. Only to bail. Wants to know, what's the worst thing about Memphis?
0: What's the worst thing about Memphis? I mean, the safety.
1: Okay. I mean, the
0: heat, the mosquitoes. That's got to be a lot the, of mos- the heat, man. I the feel heat. like there's a lot of mosquitoes there. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I, I feel like it. I mean, I, I actually like Memphis. But there was parts of it that made me really uneasy. The, the, the crime is a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a myth. The crime is real. That's probably the worst part about it. Yeah. The crime. The heat's not good either, though.
1: Oh, I finally I finally remember what I thought the best question was for the podcast. Well, I said no more questions. Sorry. Yeah, one, one more, though. From user Zach, again, he wants to know, would you rather die? Really asking a lot of Zach questions. Would you rather die by lethal injection, firing squad, hanging, or electric chair? It's got to be firing squad, right? Firing squad, electrocution, or what? Hanging? Lethal injection, firing squad, hanging, or electric chair?
0: I think I'm going hanging. Okay. You'd feel like a cowboy. That's true. Like an outlaw. They finally got you.
1: That's true. It's a good point. (laughs)
0: Sitting there waiting to get shot, I mean, it's probably the same as sitting there waiting to, you know, fall and break your neck. But it just feels cooler to break your neck and choke rather than get shot. It would hurt more to get shot, right?
1: Or to just be instant. I figured that would be the quickest. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the quickest, sure, but I mean... The one that you absolutely cannot choose is electric chair.
0: I was going to say lethal injection.
1: They've had, I've, you know, they've had a lot of trouble with that in America recently. I don't, I
0: don't want any part of the lethal injection. Like if I'm power ranking these, it's last.
1: Yeah, I mean they've had some real trouble to where like they've put people in some st- just real, real staggering pain.
0: Yeah, I might be a dumbass, but that's the last thing I'm doing. You are not lethal injecting me. I'll take my chances with the sponge on my head and the electric chair going off. The green
1: mile, the green mile.
0: I'll take my chances. And then the firing squad too, and then hang me, baby. Hang me high so everyone can see me. That way you can put the fear of them that you'll never see an outlaw like John Reed ever again. You go around like this, you end up hanging high. That'd be my answer.
1: Put that sponge on my head. <laughs> All right, All any right. final words? No, I'm hungry, too. I love you. As I love you. As always.
0: I'll see you in what, Uh, 13 days or so? 12 yes. days or so? 12. Even less than that, ain't it? You're coming, what, the 17th? When are you coming? The 16th, 17th, 17th? When the hell are you coming up here? The 17th, the 17th right?
1: 17th, 16 days, yes. Yeah. Why the hell
0: are we saying 11, 12 days? We're dumbasses. It's, yeah. the, it's 16 days away.
1: Bad saying. You might want to edit that. Crash out. talk yeah, take we'll Yeah, I'll
0: cut that out of the podcast. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will see you in 16 days, my brother. I love you. All, All right. Pleasure you, as always. Shit. Love you. Bye. Bye bye. On the real, man. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> popping ah. ah. Hood ledger, ah, uh, chef, boy, ah, ah, uh, wait,
0: ah, uh, ah, uh, gang shit be hot, ah, gang shit get cocky, gang shit get dropped, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean,
1: dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy, whip, clean, dope, boy,